No, that was good. I was just asking if it was okay. Could I? Thank you. <laughs> um, those of you that are from, yes, that's good. Familiar with um, Mumford and Sons. What were the words? Where you invest your love is where you will invest your life. And in these bodies we will live and in these bodies we will die. You know, that's really true. And I think last last time I was here, we talked about, um, you know, sowing our seeds into making an investment and and really that's the heart of God. We need because we love him, we need to invest our love. And and that doesn't mean inside just for us. It's it's for us to give away. It's completely surrendering everything that you have, everything that you are. Um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm such a radical person and I believe in radical obedience. And, um, I'll talk a little bit about that this evening, but it's so true. It's where we invest our life will reveal the true love that we have inside of us. What you do with your life is really what you love. And if you are a lover of Christ, that means you will invest in the things of the kingdom. Being generous, that's what the theme was for this month. And and really what that is, is you're not giving a care about yourself. You know, um, before I even get started, Paul and I, um, felt the call of God in 2008. I hope I could say this without crying. But we felt the call of God in 2008. And I have to say, where's Briny? That song, There is a River. She, she lives in Lakeland, by the way. Um, yeah, yeah. Je- well, it's not Jesse Rogers anyway, but uh, anymore, but it was Jesse Rogers. That song was the very first song I ever danced to in um, our dance ministry. So that was really um, beautiful for me because it brought back many memories. Um, in 2008, the Lord um, called my husband and I to this nation. And obviously, we didn't move here right away. Um, we received the seed of the call. We prayed over that seed, and we kept um, that conviction stayed true in our hearts. And year after year, you know, we, we, we just kept walking through the, whatever doors God put in front of us. And I'll share in more detail of that a little bit later. But, um, we are now in that season. And, you know, we, we believe that we will be here very soon, living here together. We, we felt before we left home that uh, once Paul and Micah arrived here in the UK, that our trip would be defined. We would know without a doubt what God was saying to us, where we were supposed to be planted and what we were supposed to do next when we get home we are putting our home up for sale very first thing we get home on tuesday our home will go up for sale on wednesday morning i'm not kidding because we're radical now we didn't do that in 2008 it was much prayer and we knew we said yes god whatever you want and we are selling everything that we can sell Except all my clothes and shoes. And I gave all that away. I won't be giving any away tonight because I am wearing most of my favorite jewelry this evening. Please, God, don't let me give it away. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? Oh. <laughs> so, you know, it's exciting to be in the center of God's heart and just do what he says. And and it's scary. I mean, my husband has been in the same job for 23 years. I married a rock. I mean, he's faithful. He's consistent. He's he he doesn't you know, he, he just does what what he needs to do to take care of our family. And, you know, for for my husband to quit his job after 23 years is a really big deal. I'm the crazy one. I'll jump off the bridge. I'll jump off. Well, I won't jump off a bridge, but I'll you know, I'll take a risk. And and if there's sharks in the water, we were making jokes. I'm like, come on, it doesn't matter if there's sharks. And Paul will jump after me with the lifeboat, lifeboat, and with the everything else that we need for safety. Um, so you know, but that's that's what it's going to take. Faith is spelled R I S K. And sometimes God asks us to do things without having all the answers. 
We don't have all the answers. We don't have all the details. We don't even have a house or a car or any money. But guess what? We don't care because God owns it all. We've invested our life because we love him. We've invested our life because we love him. You see, it doesn't matter if we have a child that is in a wheelchair and how we're going to figure all that out. You see, we can make so many excuses of why we don't do things, but they're just excuses, and they actually don't activate the kingdom of God. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to go deep. I'm ready to see arms grow out, eye socket, eyeballs grow through, eye, you know, nothing that was in an eye socket, the dead being raised, Micah getting out of his wheelchair, whatever God wants to do. And we have to be radical about our faith and be radical to believe for things that are unbelievable. You know, when God created the universe, he didn't say, I think I'm going, I think the light's going to appear. He didn't say, I think he just said, let there be light. And there was light. He made a declaration and there was nothing there. And something happened when God declared such a thing. For 19 years, I've been saying, Micah, you're going to be healed for as long as I can remember Micah talking, Micah has been saying, I'm going to be healed in five minutes and I'm going to get more married. And you know what? I believe he's going to be healed in five minutes when that five minutes comes. It's going to happen in five minutes because Micah has been declaring it over and over. And that's not anything we taught him. That was something that Christ deposited in him. And he declared what he heard the father saying. It's true. Micah was blind, deaf, and a vegetable, and I declared over him that he would see, he would hear, and he would he would call me mama. Guess what he does? He see he sees, he hears, and he calls me mama, sometimes too much. <laughs> we have to align ourselves up with the kingdom of God and the voice of God so that we can connect with what Jesus is saying and doing, and when we do that, something shifts in the atmosphere. God wants us to be atmosphere shifters, atmosphere changers. And so we believe that God wants to release revival in this land. And for some reason, he invited our special family. (laughs) We are special. And he told me I was his favorite this morning. It's okay. I know that you are too. But in my world, I'm his most favorite. My world is a wonderful place to live. Um, Oh, see, I got distracted on my thoughts. (laughs) We have to declare what we believe is truth, even though we don't see it yet. See, when I brought Micah home, he was blind, he was deaf, and he was a vegetable, which means he could not move. And he had no voice because he had tubes down his throat for months at a time. And I laid him next to me, and every day I declared something that I could not see because reality was looking at me. But I knew what the reality of the kingdom of heaven was. That's just something very real that's ha- you know, that happened in my life many, many years ago. But many more things have happened, like God said we would move here, and now we're moving. I feel like God has dropped us in a treasure box. Honest. We have dug and we have dug and we have dug. And God has connected us with the most beautiful family. You are beautiful. You are. For us, you're you're a a dream, something, a dream that God put inside our spirits. We never knew what the picture looked like. But for us on Sunday, when we came here, you showed us so much love. And a family like us. We needed to receive that kind of love. And bravo to you. You were you you carried the heart of the father and extended it towards strangers. And now we get to be a part of that love. Isn't it cool? It's I'm just every day I wake up. I'm still amazed every day I wake up and I say to Paul, can you believe this? Because for four years, we we went through so much to get to this point in our journey. And this is what I want to share with you. It's Ezekiel 37, and it's about the dry bones. Rattle, rattle. That's, 
the hand of the Lord came upon me and he brought me in the spirit of the Lord. And he set me down in the midst of a valley and it was full of bones. Some of us in here right now have is we, we feel like we've been set in a valley full of bones, dry bones. And sometimes when we're in that valley, it's hard to see life. I think, I don't know, I think, I don't know where we were if it was today, but you read a scripture. Was it today? My days are blend. Yes, it was this morning. You read a, a scripture about passing through the valley. I don't remember what the scripture was. And that's exactly all we're doing is we're passing through the valley. But as we pass through, we have to declare what God is saying. What is in front of us is not the reality. The reality is what the kingdom is saying as we're passing through. I've been passing through a valley for 19 years. It's just a valley. The reality is, is that, Micah, you will be healed in five minutes and you will get married. Yes. That's a valley of dry bones. Well, not Micah, the situation. Micah's full of life, trust me. <laughs> Almost all of Beacon Hill can hear Micah's life. (laughs) It's all been good. Then he caused me to pass by them all around, and behold, there was a a very there were very many in in the open valley, and indeed they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? Now I just want you to look at your dry bones. What in your life is dry? What do you think? Is it something that God has called you to do? Maybe you've been digging for a really long time and you're just looking at it going, just there's no way. I don't know how this is going to happen. But God wants you to know that it can live. See, the thing about God, when he releases his word, It never returns void. If God says something, nobody can take that away because his word is breath. When God created the universe and he said, let there be light, he spoke it to the breath, the spirit of God and light appeared. There was nothing can take away God's word. It goes forth and it does what it's supposed to do. It doesn't matter if you're doing it for 19 years. You keep doing it. If the conviction is in your heart, you're obedient, radically obedient until. There's this old saying, push, pray until something happens. It's the conviction in your heart. God breathes in your being. He breathes into the areas that don't appear to have life. Revival is causing something to be revived that was dead. The bones had to come from something. They are dead. And God is reviving them back to the order that he called them to be. So he said to them, so he said to me, son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, oh, Lord God, you know. Again, he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord, go to these bones. Surely I will cause breath to enter into you. And you shall live. I will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. That's the key. So many times we hear God's voice 
and we think, can I really say that? Can I really declare over Micah, Micah, you will walk. Your mind will be made whole and you will walk. Can I declare that? Yes. Why can I? Because God has given me two distinct dreams and he revealed to me his heart concerning Micah. He's, I'm just using his, him as an example because who knows? Maybe he'll, he'll get up in five minutes and walk. Why not believe for something crazy like that? That's right. Five minutes. Anything can happen in five minutes. Dry bones can become a mighty, mighty army. God didn't get the note about dignity and he didn't hear me when I asked him to keep me together. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) you know, I don't care. I decided to side with the Holy Spirit against myself. What a dangerous prayer. So he prophesied as he was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise, and suddenly, 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 a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to bone. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them over. But there was no breath in them. Sometimes things are just waiting. It's all set up. It's all good to go. Just waiting for activation. You see, we can stand here in front of you and say, yeah, God called us to this land, called us to this land in 2008. Everything looks good and dandy right now. But if we go home and we do nothing... It's just flesh sitting there. It's not doing anything. Nothing's activating it. But it's really good right now. Are you ready? He also said to me, prophesy to the breath, the spirit, the ruach breath of God, pneuma breath. Spirit of God, just like in the beginning. It's what was in the beginning. Spirit of God was, I, I need to say this right because I always call it a vacuum. <laughs> hovering, hoovering. Which one is it? Oh, hovering. <laughs> Not a vacuum. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> Didn't somebody have a dream about their house? <laughs> the Spirit of God was hovering, did I say it right? Hovering? Hovering. Hovering over over the earth. Waiting. God's spirit was waiting for God to declare something that was not yet into existence. That's so cool. Think about that. Do you know we're all here because God said to come and we came in agreement and we declared it? We said, right, we're all supposed to come. Thank you, God, for the provision. (laughs) We came in agreement with God's breath and we prophesied it into existence. See, God dropped it in our spirits and we declared a thing that we could not see. It was an impossible thing. God is in the business of doing the impossible. And it takes radical obedience. And if he says to do it, you do it. If he says to do it at that moment, you do it at that moment. 
without hesitation and watch what will happen. You know, in, in the beginning, I'm just going to pull up my notes over here on my phone. Just give me one second. It's in Genesis. Genesis 2-7. And the, Lord, and the Lord formed a man from the dust of the ground, and he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. He said, Prophesy to the breath. Spirit means breath, pneuma, breath, spirit. Isn't that amazing? Spirit of God is waiting, just waiting for us to come in agreement with the kingdom of heaven. Calling forth, reaching up what is unseen and bringing it into the seen realm. All we have to do is see with with God's eyes and not our eyes. That's all. It's easy peasy lemon squeezy. Also, he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, thus saith the Lord God, come from the four winds. Come from the four winds. So let's just do something because Holy Spirit is here right now. Holy Spirit is here right now. What is it in your life that you see as dry bones? Maybe they're not even dry bones. Maybe everything is all put together, but nothing's happened yet. Because really, all that needs to take place is for you to come in agreement with the command of God being spoken over you. What is it? We've done lots of activating this evening. We've done lots of, you know, releasing hope and blessing. Now, what God wants you to do is see that thing, not as it is, but as it is to be. As it is to be. Not as it is, but as it is to be. So can you see it? Yes? Okay. Is it okay if we have messy church? Yeah? Because you're really mellow. We're going to shake the atmosphere. Yeah? Where's the drummer? I need, I need some good sounds here. Can we just shake things up a little bit? On the count of three, I know this seems silly. I don't really mind it being silly. On the count of three, the things that you see is dry. Begin to prophesy because you see there's something special about this moment right now. For days, this scripture has been in my spirit. So it's, it doesn't just get dropped into a being for no reason. God wants you to hear his word. And you're here not by coincidence, but you're here on purpose. Because you have a purpose. And God wants you to speak to that situation. Because the breath of God is here right now, breathing. And I believe that God is going to quickly move just like he did with the dry bones. Ready? Yes, whatever you want to do, please shake it up. I I don't know what this is going to look like, so God has permission to do what he wants. Not interested in being in control. <laughs> Ready? One, two, three.
Okay. My pastor once said to me, do you ever ask after you're done praying? Do you ever ask them if they, if anything happened? And I said, no. <laughs> so I'm going to be bold and I'm going to ask you, did anything happen? Because if it didn't, we're going to shake it up some more. Did anything happen? Did anything happen? Yes? Did you receive your breakthrough? We're here to do business with God, right? Radical obedience. God's breath. I am so convinced. I'm not trying to stir stir flesh up. I'm just being obedient to the kingdom of God. Throwing myself out there. Did anything happen? Yes. 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 You believe? Okay. Yes. 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 Do we need to go more? Do we need to go more? Yes. More. It's your church. Get out of your seats if you need to get out. This is your, this is your land. Do what you need to do.
Amen. I believe we receive breakthrough. I believe the thin place is not thin anymore. Leo, when I was standing there doing my thing there, I really had a sense that God was uh, bringing you into a new season. And that um, the enemy's really tried to kill off something in you. Uh, but there's been a holy protection over that. And as you go into people's homes, you're really an ambassador for Christ. Really, really an ambassador for Christ. And his spirit is on you. And you're going to receive uh, an increased measure of revelation of the word to say or an encouragement to release or even a healing. Because you have integrity in your heart, God is going to step up the level of that gift. So we just bless you to release life in places where there's dry bones. And to carry that hope that you know that he sustains you. Thank you, Lord, for that. Amen. I haven't really got an interpretation of this, but just after Christina just laid hands on me and said life, I saw rows of fans, the full length of the church building, but they were about this high. Almost like fines, what you pick grapes from. Yeah, fines, yeah. Sorry, my accents, yeah. So I don't know if it represents new wine, but they're not quite at the eye for picking, but it was like it was just a supernatural thing that had just come up from nowhere. Up through the ground. Fruitfulness. New wine. I believe we're going to see the fruit of what took place this evening. I want to encourage you to flood them with your testimonies. Bring the good news. Wherever it needs to post, post it. But let the good news come out. This woman right here, um, I, I, I always get hesitant when God gives me dance words because I dance. But I see you dancing. And um, I, I see when you're dancing, I see chains breaking off. And there's a real um, breaker anointing on your life. And I just want to encourage you. It doesn't matter what anybody's ever said to you or what anybody's ever thought. There's an anointing on your life that when you move, Something shifts in the spirit realm and that something is seeing hearts set free and you're, you, you carry a breaker anointing. There's a breaker anointing on your life. And I just want to encourage you to, to, um, obey the word of the Lord in your life and go after it without hesitation, without hesitation. This is part of what life coming into dry bones looks like. Stay connected. Spirit of God is breathing life again into our body. One person's breakthrough is all of our breakthroughs. We just bless what you're doing, God. Breathe in these dry bones that we may live and rediscover every gifting that you've placed in our land that's been squashed and quiet. Wow. You take a deep breath in yourself. His spirit is so close here tonight. 
so accessible. Um, this lady over here that was at the gate, and I, I, I did say it, but I just, you're a gatekeeper. And, um, and God trusts you. And I just really want to affirm you in what you do, that he trusts you. He trusts you to guard the gate. Um, Stuart, I just, I want to encourage you. I haven't seen you in forever, but, um, and I really don't know what's going on in your life, but I just want to encourage you to, um, keep pressing forward that, um, don't look over here in the past, but look forward. And, um, it's almost like the Lord set you up for tonight and, um, that to just declare what you know the conviction in your heart is and declare it and you're going to see the fruit of that declaration. Don't worry about anything. Don't worry about it. God has your back. I just want to read some scripture just to kind of encourage you again because I love scripture. Um, I told you that we've been coming here since 2008. And um, in the process of coming here, we've gone through a lot. And, you know, when when God asks you to do something, the enemy does want to make dry bones <laughs> um, to, to distract you and derail you. And um, I just want to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Hold on. Yeah, I'm not supposed to read it, so never mind. Oh, are you sad? Just want to be. I'll just give you the quick version. It's Genesis 26, and it's about the different wells. And um, from our journey on, we've encountered many things. And you know, he he goes and he scripture. Who is it? Isaac, Abraham, Isaac. He goes and he digs. Wells and actually Heather gave me this word back in March and she ha- she had no idea that the words of life would would keep me sustained and um, my bones were so dry before I came here in this trip that I I nearly gave up I shared that last time I was here and um, I mean I'm looking now going what was I thinking <laughs> but he dug. And the story goes that, you know, they got jealous, basically, and they filled it with the earth. Now, that earth can be symbolic of flesh, jealousy, envy, whatever you want. But they came and they filled up that well with the earth, with dirt. Dirt gets thrown at us sometimes, right? Well, some dirt got thrown at me. Accusational dirt. Is accusational a word? Good, because it was going to be a new one. I make up all kinds of words, and I homeschool. <laughs> oh, I crack myself up sometimes. So then he goes along to the next well, and, well, problems occur there, too, and they get out their shovels, and they fill up that well with some dirt. And... We we were obedient, and the next thing that God asked us to do, and guess what happened? Our well got filled up with some dirt. Then we went on to the next well, and there was arguing, just like the Bible says, and that well got filled up with some dirt. Then we came to the next well. You see, the key here was Isaac never gave up digging. He dug until he found a well where there was room enough. 
he dug until he found a well where there was room enough. You see, the world is so big that we're all called by God. And there is room enough in this world for us to live out the dreams that God has for us. See, God has dreams for you. They're his dreams for your life. And sometimes we just have to keep digging until there is room enough. We can't look at the dry bones and think that there's no life or look at the well that's filled with the earth and think that there's no water. We have to keep digging until something happens. So Holy Spirit, we thank you for this evening. We thank you for what you're doing. And we just give you honor. We give you praise. And we bless your name, God. We bless you. We bless your name. Hannah, I know you're my daughter, in case you hadn't known that, that I'm your mom. And I'm just looking at you. I'm sorry, I was praying. And I just see um, the fire of God falling on you. And I see a real change taking place even from this night forward. You see how you can declare under the anointing even over your own children? You, I just see, I just see the spirit of God and the fire of God from this day forward burning so bright and so powerful and so deep that even you won't recognize you. I'm just going to, is it okay if I just, okay, just going to keep going. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming. I don't know why. (laughs) I'm talking well, (laughs) Todd. You know what? I think it's okay to have fun with Jesus, don't you? The religious spirits all just left. Did you see them? Holy Spirit, come. The teens, the young kids, can you all just stand up? All of you? What is the age that we go for? Help me out here. Make it up. Okay. Uh, 41 and under. (laughs) She said I can make it up. Good. Okay, 30 and under, is that, is that an okay age or is 30 still considered old? 30 and under, 60 is young, I think 41 is, I don't know what the problem is. That means all you guys too. How about if all of you just come forward because I believe that you're the generation. Come forward. I'm just going to be obedient. Is it okay? I just keep asking permission to obey. Wow, look at this. Stretch across the church, guys. Just fill it up all the way over, all the way across the church. Yep. Now, do you know what's really cool? Is it the same size Holy Spirit that's in me is in you? But you guys are like, well, I feel like I'm your age. I'm going to go over here where the little ones are. (laughs) Did you guys know that the same size Holy Spirit that's in me is inside of you? Did, Did you know that? Yeah. Do you know that the power of Jesus Christ that that caused him to come out of the grave and become alive again, that power is inside of you? Did you know that? You do now. Now you're responsible for it. Yes. Right, Micah? Right. I believe that you are the generation that is going to usher in a mighty move of God. I believe that you are a generation that is called to be radical for God. Without limits. Without Limits. There are no limits with God. 
And all he wants us to do is obey him. And what I believe that you're supposed to do, is it okay if I release them? Yeah? All right. Just go do the stuff. There are people out here that need to be encouraged by the Lord. So each one of you, you hear God. Yes? You hear God. I'll help you shake your heads. Yes, it goes like this. I hear God. Say, I hear God. You hear God. Do you hear God? I hear God. Yeah. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Yes. 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 Do you hear God? I do. You do? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Do you hear God? Yeah. Yes, you do. She said that quite confident. Let me just tell you a little story. How old are you? Oops, I'm sorry. You're eight. We did a prophetic workshop not too long ago, and the little girl was actually younger than her. She was six. And so you can imagine, she was just a little tiny thing. And she prophesied like there was no tomorrow to somebody that was like this tall. And she even got her pointer finger out. (laughs) She meant serious business. And do you know, everything that little girl said was spot on. That's my favorite word that you guys use, spot on. Let me do it with an accent. It was spot on, spot on. Did I do it okay? Yeah, spot on, spot on. I'll give up. It's horrible, isn't it? Just awful. I'll just stick with my own accent. Okay, so what what I believe God wants to do, see, Holy Spirit's here, and I love playing with the Holy Spirit. Do, do you like to play with Jesus? I do. Do you guys like to play games? Yes. I know you all do. Look, you're just dying right now, just ready to be released. So all these people, just look out right here. Some of them are looking for answers. I don't know what their answers are. You know, it might just be that one little thing that you have that God drops in your spirit, a little golden nugget. So you put your hands up in the air. God is giving golden nuggets away. Golden nuggets. Do you know what a golden nugget is? It's a treasure. You see the gold on your shirt right there? They're like rocks, gold rocks, special, cool things. (laughs) That was profound, wasn't it? Okay. So, re- oh, look at you guys are so obedient. Micah, put your, put your hands up in there, Micah. Get your golden nuggets. Okay. All right. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would release your golden nuggets on this generation. And that they would be a generation as bold as a lion. That you would give them ears to hear and and eyes to see and a heart that understands. That you would release your fire, your fire on them, your fire, your fiber, fire. That this would be um, carriers, that each one here would be carriers of your revival. Now, Father, I ask that your voice would be heard loud and clear inside of them as they go out. And, and minister to each person here. In Jesus' name, amen. As they go to do that, you're released. Now just quietly go to whoever it is that the Holy Spirit's leading you to go. Is it okay if we just continue as they do that? Can I keep talking? Yep. Okay, go ahead. Go on. Is there anybody else that can, that knows how to play the keyboard or make some music in the background, sir? Do we have anybody out that's not young? Thank you, Ian. Now, (laughs) as they're going out, I felt in my heart, this is something else I'm going to throw myself out there to do. But when I was praying, I saw Micah praying for people. So if you feel like you would like prayer and would like Micah to lay hands on you and pray for you, I'm just going to ask you to come forward, and I'm going to let Micah have at it. And I'm not going to direct his words. I'm just going to let the Holy Spirit use Micah. So if that's you, I'm, I'm just asking that you would come forward. So just go ahead and play. <laughs> 